Hey there, friends. You're listening to Chatology with Angie Elkins, and today we're having conversations that matter. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Chatology. I am so glad that you are here today. I've got something kind of special for you. I was able to be part of a special episode over on the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey recently, where she interviewed her friend Jonathan, who grew up with Compassion International. So if you guys have heard of Compassion, you know that they are sponsors of Chatology. Jamie does this interview every year with Jonathan, and it is so cool to hear his story. His original story was on episode 341 of The Happy Hour, and I really want you to go back and listen to that. We're going to link to it in the show notes. But guys, Jonathan lives in the DR now. He's thriving, and you're going to get to hear all about how are things in the DR after COVID. It's just a fascinating story. But I got to be part of this because I got to interview Yanelli, another recipient of all of the things that Compassion Internet. National provides. And so I am so happy you'll get to hear me on the end of this. But when the episode starts, you'll hear my friend Jamie, and I'm so glad to get to be part of this with her. So thank you. Thank you for listening. I'm so glad you're here for it. I want you to know I'm doing this episode because I really believe in what Compassion International does. I also really believe it's a great way for us to partner with what's happening all around the world and especially in the DR for what God is doing and what the ministries of compassion are doing to help people. So glad you're here for it. Here we go. Jonathan, welcome back to the happy hour. Yes, I'm very happy to be with you again, Jamie. It seems that every year we think about compassion and we're like, let's just talk to Jonathan again. And so you're like a regular co-host here in November. It's 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 truly a joy. It's truly a joy to be with you. Well, I am so excited to have you back again. Um, introduce yourself to our listeners if they have not heard you on the past two years episodes. Oh, sure. My name is Jonathan Almonte. I serve now in Compassion International in the Dominican Republic uh, as manager of supporter engagement, basically connecting uh, sponsors and children through communication, writing communication, our letters, updates, questions that sponsors have, and also hosting visitors who come to the DR to see the work of Compassion firsthand alongside the local churches here in the Dominican Republic. And I'm also a former sponsored child, and it is truly a joy for me to spend time with all the listeners of Jamie Happy Hour. Well, it is a joy to have you on, and I want to tell everyone, if they have not heard you on any of the earlier episodes, I'm going to tell them when they came out. They've been the past two years in November, and the first time you were on was episode 341, and um, my favorite part from that episode, everyone go listen to it, but my favorite part is how you talked about how your mother's life was transformed through you being a part of the Child Sponsorship Program, and then you were on episode 446, which was last year, and... My favorite thing that you said in that show was you said $38 is beyond $38. It's a discipleship opportunity to make these children followers of Christ. And Mm -hmm. so if you guys haven't heard those episodes, go back and listen to them. And Jonathan, I want to talk a little bit about what child sponsorship is, especially for our new listeners, or maybe you just need to hear it again, how it impacts the kids. And then I would love to hear an update from you on the kids in the Dominican Republic, because... I think I've told you this, Jonathan, but my coworker, Lindsay, like she has this massive goal in life that she literally, I tell her she's crazy, but you know what? Jesus did crazy things. She literally wants the happy hour to finish out getting all of the kids in the DR sponsored. I mean, she's like, we should just take this, Jamie. Why can't we do this? And I'm like, well, Lindsay, it's a lot of kids. And she's like, I don't care. We can do it. And so. Anyhow, she's on a mission, okay? Jonathan, she's on a mission. (laughs) But let's start here, and let's start with you telling us really what Compassion does in the Dominican Republic. Well, Compassion International is a childistic development program uh, that serves children in poverty. Our goal is to release children from poverty in Jesus' name. But we do that through local churches who are already serving those children. Uh, We love to say that these are the mission of God for his local church, and we're only coming alongside them to provide support because they they have limitations. They they need resources to 
run their programs. They need resources in terms of training to do child development. And something important that happens in this context of poverty are related to health, specialization that churches need, uh, also child protection, specialization that children need to, churches need to be prepared to face those. And so we as Compassion, we provide those for these local churches to strive in this community. And the outcome is that children like me, when I was at the Compassion program, are released from poverty. Mm. Uh, and they eventually join the society, uh, working, building families. And, and that's our goal. At the end, to see mature, uh, out to sustainable, uh, survey lion in terms of incomes, mm-hmm. uh, citizens, human beings, who are, by the way, followers of Christ, most importantly, uh, submitted to his lordship. And so that's that's our goal. And those, that's 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 what we do. We do that through sponsorship because we need the funds. And not only because funds are important to do that, it is because we believe God has called those who are listening to us, even myself, who by by supporting the child that I support on my own now. But all of us, God has called us for a mission. And that mission is to make disciples mm. of all nations. Mm-hmm. Uh, therefore, go and make disciples. The, 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 the therefore go is while you go, make disciples. That's, that's the command. Make disciples. Mm. So they are uh, reaching these children in need in these local churches. But we uh, are inviting uh, you, those who are listening to us, to join God's mission of making these children disciples of Christ. The biggest need children in poverty have is no material need. Mm. We we understand that's a reality we need to cover for these children to strive in life, but that's not their biggest need. Their biggest need is Christ. Mm. We wouldn't be doing anything if we feed them, provide resources for them, and at the end, they end up far away from God now fed and with clothes that we don't want that Mm. we want them to know their creator we want them to have a relationship with christ while we cover all the needs around that they have so they can strive in life and to do that we invite god's people which is those who are listening to you and me now to join this mission to join this community to join this local church serving these children in need and become a sponsor. Mm. And as a former sponsored child, the only way I can explain the figure of a sponsor in the child of a li- uh, uh, in the life of a child is the it's 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 just 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 bring to our mind the, that that important person in our formative years that say words who empower us to achieve things in life. Mm. This is where sponsors are. So every time Jamie wrote letters saying, for those who are listening for the very first time, uh, I wish Jamie I will, was my sponsor. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> another not, Jamie. No, another Jamie. My sponsor, Jamie, from Michigan. When she wrote letters saying that she was thinking about me, that she was thankful about me, that, that, that she was... Uh, that she was praying for me, that made my day. Mm. It, it just... It just helped me understand God had people around me, my compassion center director, my pastor, and these women, thousands of kilometers away, believing in my capacity, mm. a capacity that I didn't know that I had. Yeah. And so that's what we do. Sorry for the long I love it. answer, but that's what compassion does. It's more than people writing a check or having their credit card. It's, it's, it's joining God's mission on releasing children from poverty in Jesus' name. Listen, Jonathan, here's what you need to know. I keep inviting you back every year so you get to say whatever you want. The, the platform is yours. Just keep on talking. <laughs> you know, as you're sharing, Thank and you. I know your story because you shared it in the very first uh, time that we were on. And so... Um, you were a child in a compassion um, center. And so you had a sponsor named Jamie in Michigan. And it makes me think that so often we can kind of feel like, oh, our $38 a month is just kind of going out into just this big pool of money. And then just uh, we don't even know what's happening to it. 
But literally, we can you can tell us exactly what each child is getting and that that sponsor like Jamie was your sponsor. And so you were receiving. um, Well, I'll let you tell us about education medical. But my point here also is that like how much sponsoring a child changes families and how much it changes generations. So what happened when you were a child sponsor, the generational aspect of poverty for your family was broken. And I just, I think about your kids that you have now and they live a completely different life. They're not enslaved to poverty, um, physical or spiritual anymore because of what compassion did in your life. During the holiday season, we all spend time and effort to find the perfect present for our family members. Nothing beats seeing your kids' face light up when they get a gift from you. I want to tell you about Irma, a woman in Colombia who wanted so desperately, as every parent does, to make her daughter's Christmas memorable. But she didn't have the money. Then Compassion stepped in. Irma's daughter is now sponsored through Compassion International, and that sponsorship is a huge answer to prayer. Compassion works through the local church to provide food, clean water, education, medical attention, and above all else, Jesus. The church makes sure there are gifts for every child and that each child learns the true reason of the season. What's more, Compassion cares for the whole family year-round. We need you to sponsor one more child today. For only $38 a month, you can make a huge difference. Will you help a mother provide for her family this Christmas? Go to Compassion.com slash Ivy Media to sponsor. That's Compassion.com slash I-V-E-Y Media. Friends, I've been reading through the Old Testament this year, and I have absolutely loved it. One of the things I've realized is that we can't fully understand the New Testament without understanding the Old Testament. Are you feeling a bit unsure about teaching your kids about the Old Testament? What if you receive a fun and educational box on your doorstep to help you out? Links to Messiah was created by Rachel Kushner, influenced by her family's Jewish heritage. Rachel's father was Jewish, and when he was in high school, he met a friend who introduced him to Jesus. That was a pivotal moment in his life, and it changed the course of their entire family forever. Growing up, Rachel and her sisters celebrated both Easter and Passover, Hanukkah and Christmas. She has sweet memories of beautiful Shabbat dinners with their finest dinnerware. She came to learn the deep connection of how Yeshua, the Hebrew name for Jesus, fulfilled the prophecies foretold in the Old Testament. Now, teaching families Jewish traditions to better understand the Bible is something near and dear to Rachel's heart. With Links to Messiah boxes, you will discover links to Jesus through Jewish tradition. Each box contains pre-planned lessons, recipes, games, hands-on activities, and curated music playlist. Get your box today at linkstomessiah.com. That's L-I-N-K-S-T-O messiah.com. And if you use the code SOCKS at checkout, Rachel will add some adorable Hanukkah socks to your first box. Visit linkstomessiah.com today and begin discovering how Jewish festivals and holidays can beautifully point us to Jesus. You and I are both passionate about Compassion International. And so... I want you to talk to the listener and tell us when we choose to sponsor a child, what does that, what changes about that child's life? Well, um, I, it, it came to one of my many things when uh, my own story, when you were talking, but here's the thing. So when, when someone decide to sponsor a child, there's, it, it allows compassion to reach more children. Mm-hmm. And, I do remember talking to a brand, a brand hotel here in the in the VR, and so we were talking to uh, receiving tours and all that. And we were in, in this negotiation, and we told them like we serve sixty plus thousand children in need, and they were so amazed with that number. They were like, "Oh my gosh, that's great! You guys are rocking it." But I said, "Hey." I, I I appreciate that you are have, amazed with that, but the reality is 
there is at least a million children in the DR facing extreme poverty. Mm. And so that's to provide perspective yeah. that first thing is you are allowing us when you sponsor a child, the capacity to reach more children who are in need. And that's the reason we're doing what we're doing. Uh, second, you are allowing us to reach more churches. Every year we have 200, 300 applications of churches who wants to partner with oh, Compassion wow. uh -huh. to serve children in need. But la last year in 2021 and 2020, in 2020, because of the pandemic, mm -hmm. we, we were not able to launch new partnerships, maybe nine churches. Wow. But can you imagine out of, mm -hmm. out of 300? And that is what we call a holy discontentment, mm. that we are not reaching as many children as fast as we should be doing. And so we ask the Lord. We know uh, the fields are ready. Mm-hmm. And he says, just pray for God to provide the labors. Yeah. So those two main ideas to mm -hmm. say that then children will receive when they got into the center, educational support. We are, we don't provide uh, formal education because that's a decision from local churches. Again, we partner with local churches. And let's say that, that a local church has a school, mm -hmm. then they that church will be able to provide formal education. But in our programmatic effort, what we provide is holistic development. Mm -hmm. And holistic development, the way we see it, is in four areas. The spiritual, uh, cognitive, socio-emotional, and the physical. Mm -hmm. So what we believe is every child, just like every human being, have a spiritual need. And that spiritual need, that, that, that whole is, is about the size of God. It's God the one who can who can Still, feed that uh, yeah. that space in children's life, and therefore we expose those children to the gospel mm. through organized, well prepared curriculum, through a journey that goes from the womb of the mother till mm -hmm. when students graduate. The king goes to eighteen up to twenty two. Yeah. In my case, because uh, I was in the university in a university program with compassion, that went to twenty four. Wow. So just just for those who are listening, it's just eight years ago that I graduated from the Compassion. Wow. Program. And so it's it, it 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 seems like a lot of time, uh -huh. a lot of time, but I when I see back, it's just it feels like really close. Like yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. But that, it goes that way. So students go all that way. And so they receive the the gospel. That's the reason in my case, as Jamie was sharing. I became a follower of Christ, mm. baptized at 12. And my mother, who was a non-believer, now is a believer. Mm. Both of my grandparents, who were witchcraft priests, they are now, they died. They die as followers of Christ. And now many of my uncles and all right. follow Jesus. And that's the greatest blessing that, that I have received from Compassion. You didn't ask me, but if you ask yeah. me, those who are listening... Um, the greatest mm. blessing that I have received uh, from compassion was the gospel mm. and, and the church, of course, but it was the gospel. It was yeah. Christ when I most needed. So the other uh, need that compassion provides is socio-emotional need that children have. These are children that even though they're facing extreme poverty, they're also facing emotional poverty. Mm -hmm. And that emotional poverty comes when their father or a mother uh, who didn't want that child remember that to that child in different ways mm. in my case was my father saying when i was 14 that i was a mistake in his mm. life and that the, those words those comments destroy people's steam and yeah. and we see that in the u.s that's that's mm -hmm. not it's, it's a human need right it's, it's a human need that we have yeah and i love the fact that god made us to his image mm. it, it makes sense that's that's why we hate to be treated as less than human. Yeah. And that's what poverty does. We we hate that. It, it hurts us hard because we were not made. Mm. The only uh, creation of God that was made to his image were humans. Mm -hmm. There is no other creation of God. And so we want children to grow healthy, and that would involve psychological support, counseling to the families, interventions to family where there is violence, where there is, in the pandemic, one of the things that we saw 
in the DR, and this is to children in our program, was physical abuse. Mm. It's a big thing in, in the DR, and children will get burned because they didn't behave in, in a way that the parents were expecting. Mm. Families who were struggling with anxiety because they couldn't provide for their families uh, burn parts of their children. Like burn with them. fire? Yes. Wow. Or boiling water. Oh, yeah. Or uh, heat them with mm -hmm. a piece of wood. Things like that. Yeah. These this this type of 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 correction, physical correction, we we educate families mm. to do healthy disciplines. That's mm -hmm. the way we call it. And and we buy them through the Bible on, on how to train their children, how to guide mm -hmm. them. And again, these are non believers families. Yeah. And so That's that's one of the greatest blessings children receive protection that involves mm -hmm. the child protection elements from their minds, their yeah. their mental health. And also in the cognitive area, we are the least country in the world in math, logic, and and in Spanish. Okay. So that means uh, there is a study called PISA. So the DI is the is the last country, is the worst country in terms of educational wow. uh, development. Uh -huh. It's it's curious though that since 2010, the government have invested at least four percent of our national budget in education. And so people might say, well, why is that? Because those efforts has been directed to construction, mm. building schools. But not a schools who have the capacity to train students to strive in life. And we play a big role in that because we work with the students who should be reading at a certain age and they are not. Mm. We support them so they can start reading. We support them so they can learn math. Yeah. We support them so they can learn abilities to uh, get a job mm. in the future. When we speak on food security, uh, one of one of the effects of the pandemic now in the DR is that you need at least $700 to buy food for four people for a full month. Okay. Wow. And there's no way families in poverty can, no. can afford that. There's no way even many middle-class right. families can yeah. afford that because people, and I, and I get it in the U S people are, Are, are screaming with the gas prices, uh -huh. I think four point uh -huh. some dollars a gallon. Yeah. Okay, here it's, it's, it's about six dollars a gallon. Mm -hmm. And it has been that way for a few years. And 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 the average Dominican uh make less than $150 a month. Yeah. So, so how can how... you even do there's no math there to make that possible. And so that's our biggest issue. It's mm. not that we do not produce enough food. It's that we don't have the capacity to buy. Wow. And so that's why for us it's important to train students because let's if you know how to speak English, mm -hmm. you can get a job of about $700 in the yeah. DR. Yeah. So we are working hard. So our students in the program at the age of 12 mm -hmm. are exposed, and even earlier, are exposed to learn English So they can get a job. And that's without a bachelor. You don't need a bachelor's degree to get wow. that kind of job. Yeah. That you just need to be able to speak English. Yeah. And finally, the physical area it has, it's related also to the food. Mm -hmm. If children don't eat, how they can learn, yeah. how they can grow, how they can develop. So even though we are not a relief organization, we we have to feed the children. Mm -hmm. It's it's the same thing that Jesus did with the with the crowd. He yeah. he fed them and preached them. Yep. The so same thing for us. It's important that the child is alive in order mm -hmm. to develop the child. Yeah. And so those resources, those $38 sustain that child and they, and they receive every week, the food that, that they need when they attend the center. Mm -hmm. And if there are cases when children, we realize they are facing uh, starving, they are uh, facing issues of lacking food at home. The program provide that also uh, the $38 Uh, provide medical checkups to the children mm. so they can 
uh, survived. That was the case of my sister who almost died out of dengue fever, wow. which is very frequent in the DR. Or those who watch the video, if we end up having the video, my teeth, which are real, uh, when I got into the program, uh, my mother had, had calcium failure. And so my teeth were very weak and almost fall down. Uh-huh. And I'm speaking with my, with my final teeth, the, the one that you have for, for, le- uh-huh. for life. Yeah. We, because of Jamie sponsoring me, I received dental wow. support. Mm-hmm. And so these teeth that, that I believe my wife married me because of those. <laughs> she said that I have a beautiful smile. You do have a beautiful uh, smile. <laughs> there you go. And so it's because of that and I do the dishes. <laughs> Beautiful teeth and do the dishes. <laughs> Ms. Almonte is happy. Yeah, I love it. Guys, when Robert and I first got married 26 years ago, we were so excited to prepare. And we read a few books. We did a little bit of premarital counseling. But back then, I would have loved to have the resource like the one I'm about to tell you about. Countdown to Marriage is an online course created by Legacy Family Ministries, and it is the ultimate preparation for a meaningful and fulfilling marriage. Countdown to Marriage will help an engaged couple to connect and lay a solid foundation before declaring their vows. In this six-session course, Legacy Family Ministries walks couples through practical topics such as communication styles, conflict management, sexual intimacy, shared finances, and how to navigate relationships with in-laws. Guys, these are some big topics. The course is led by Byron and Carla Weathersby, who have spent nearly 30 years preparing thousands of couples for marriage, including Chip and Joanna Gaines. The Countdown to Marriage course provides engaging training videos, actionable resources from each lesson, and important discussion questions to get couples talking about what matters most. If you're engaged to be married, or if you know someone who is, visit LegacyCountdown.com slash online and enter the code IVMedia to save 25% off the cost of the course. Again, that's LegacyCountdown.com slash online and use IV, that's I-V-E-Y, media at checkout to receive the discount. I'm telling you guys, this is a fantastic resource. If you're getting married or if you know someone who is, check it out. Hey guys, there are so many things I love about this time of year. The crisp, cool weather, the warm, cozy fall flavors, all of the festive holidays coming up. But you know one thing I don't love? The constantly growing to-do list that seems to come with this time of the year. I know I'm not alone in this. That's why I jump at the chance to take even one little thing off my weekly to-do list. One of my favorite hacks for doing this is using the Prep Dish Meal Prep Meal Plans. Prep Dish is the best way for busy people to get healthy meals on the table without stress. Subscribers receive an email every week with an organized grocery list and instructions for preparing meals ahead of time. This means dinner time is super quick and easy every day. Plus, the meal plans are always seasonal. This time of year includes plenty of hearty stews and crock pot meals. And if you think you don't have time to meal prep, I used to think the same thing. But with the Prep Dish Super Fast Meal Plans, I can prep five healthy dinners in just one hour. Trust me, that one hour of meal prep saves my insanity the rest of the week, and it's 100% worth it. One of my favorite things about Prep Dish is the variety of our meals. The meal plans help me incorporate so many kinds of produce instead of falling back on my same go-to options. Some of the dishes I'm looking forward to this fall are chicken and artichoke spezzatino, maple mustard chicken with baked red cabbage, sheet pan sausage with butternut squash, Brussels sprouts and apples, and gluten-free chocolate chip pumpkin bars. If you want to serve meals like these without any stress, Prep Dishes founder Allison is offering Chatology listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. You can't beat that. Check out prepdish.com slash Angie for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash Angie for your first two weeks free. And so those are those are some of the practical and 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 there are other uh, benefits that I already mentioned is the opportunity to enable a local church in need 
to spread the gospel mm -hmm. in those communities where the gospel in many cases hasn't reached yeah. uh, people in those areas. Yeah. You know, it's really beautiful. And I, my family, uh, the Ivies, have been sponsoring children through Compassion um, for a long time. Um, two of our kids have aged out of the program, and so that's been exciting. And um, one of our favorite things about Compassion, I, I, I mean, there's a lot, but two come to mind right now that I just always love to share, is everything you just said. I mean, it is one big social worker solution. Like, you guys are coming in, you've said it several times, and you're looking at the child from a holistic view. Like, how do we take care of their emotion, their hunger, their need for Jesus, their education, their medical? You're looking at the entire child. And then that trickles, like we've seen in your own story, throughout the family. Um, you guys, I'm going to say it again. If you haven't heard Jonathan's first story, go back. Like, go back back today and listen to episode 341 because it's an amazing story the second thing is one of my favorite things about compassion international and that is that you guys partner with local churches um i believe in the local church i know that like the local church is set up to change communities and so by you guys partnering with them um you really are giving like wind in the sails of a local church you're equipping them and helping them so that they can do what they do best inside of a community which is reach people for jesus and like help alleviate some of their problems that would help them um be better humans and better society in all the ways. And you said it just like Jesus did. He met so many physical needs as he was also meeting their spiritual needs. So those are some of my favorite reasons. Um, I would love to hear an update on um, sponsorships in the DR. And I'm, we might have said this last episode, but Jonathan, you know, we have a dream at the happy hour of bringing um, sponsors down to meet their children. And so as soon as the DR is ready for Americans to show up uh, with compassion. Uh, we really want to do that. And our, I mean, I'll just say it like we would love to see that happen in 2023 or 2024. Um, it's important. And so whenever I send people to compassion.com slash Ivy, which is my last name, I-V-E-Y, we really, there's a bunch of kids on there from the DR and we really would love, especially those kids that have been waiting super long, we'd love to get them off the list. So do you have any updates for us about sponsorships in the DR right now? Jamie, that's a, that's a, that's a great question. Last time we were, we, we had, because of the pandemic, about 700 children still pending to, to be sponsored. That number is growing. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Um, I don't have the specific number for those waiting longer, mm -hmm. which is which is our goal. Mm -hmm. But uh, let me just say that we are growing to thirty-five new centers. That's amazing. Year. And thirty-five that means, new churches. Yes, that's great. That's uh, those are those are established churches. Uh huh. Yep. That yep. we will start partnership with, and they're right now going through training mm -hmm. they're right now learning all the all they need to learn in order to serve the the children in the in in, in their area um but that will get us to almost ten thousand new children wow oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> that feels so overwhelming Jonathan does it feel overwhelming to you or are you just way more spiritual than me and you just know that God's going to take care of it it feels big it, it is big it's it's definitely big but we're very happy and and we we were praying for that Jamie yeah uh, um, especially this this is what happened some some people are unbelievers about the the work of organizations as like compassion and and I get it. Mm -hmm. uh, there are many. There is that. That's a reality. There is people saying they do things that they don't do, and and that's why I appreciate you and your voice and your own experience. You have been in the ground. You have seen it mm -hmm. firsthand. And I'm here because of my own experience. Mm -hmm. That's actually the reason I. I remain with compassion and I remain in my own country, serving back, giving the fight back. Um, but here's the thing to the questions. Why are there so many people in poverty? The reality is uh, it's, it's complex. Mm -hmm. uh, there are pandemics mm -hmm. and this pandemic puts us back 
many years yeah. of effort on releasing children from poverty. It's just like a tornado in the U.S. Yeah. Suddenly destroy everything. Mm-hmm. And families who have worked hard for years doing savings and building their homes, and in one moment they just lost everything. Mm. Same thing happened with uh, the hurricane The hurricane that hit uh, Florida mm-hmm. recently. And so same same thing happened uh, for those in poverty. The, the pandemic uh, with high inflation, so more people, poverty grow, extreme mm-hmm. poverty grew. And so that's the reason, by the grace of God, we are growing to more children. But the answer, the specific answer back then to how many children has been the longest waiting to receive a sponsor we are we're over 700 and, and and i do remember that was our goal to 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 sponsor all those kids yeah and i am very grateful for for the outcomes we have already uh have achieved well this is really really great and that means that there is so much work ahead and that is a large number and it feels overwhelming but i also think it is just evident to how great the need is around the world and specifically in the dr where you are located um and so jonathan i'm super honored that we get to partner with you guys again and i would love for all of our people uh, to sponsor a child today as well now we're going to have a part two to this episode and we actually are going to interview janelli who was also um, a child in this child sponsorship program and we'll let her tell her story but i'd love to hear from you like why did you want us to talk to her well, Janelli, uh, I'm going to see you at the end, and, and she will definitely explain the beginning. But Janelli is a, is a doctor. Uh, she's a pedi- pediatrician mm-hmm. in, home, in her hometown, San Juan. San Juan, for us to have an idea, it's on the border with Haiti. It's, it's going southwest to the Dominican Republic. And it is in and it, it is an area well known because of witchcraft, mm. the closest to the southwest part of the country, north and south, the more the witchcraft and the syncretism is in in our country. And so she's she's a doctor, she's one of the smartest people that I have ever known in my life. Mm. She's a wife and a mother, her husband. Is also a former sponsored child, and I I love her story. I love the connection of she that she has with her sponsor, yeah. Dorothy Smith. And I I want all our listeners to to listen to this beautiful story, and, and this is very important, Jamie. What I'm trying to say is, right now, those who are listening to us are listening to me, a former sponsored child, serving in my own country mm. back to those in need. And now they're gonna they're about to listen from a poor girl in the past, now a doctor, a pediatrician, who came from poverty, but is serving back in her hometown. Mm. One of the poorest uh states of the Dominican Republic, and that's my joy. God is raising women and men in, in, in our country and around the globe to serve back in the same communities that, that we come from. So that's the reason I want our listeners to pay attention. This is an amazing story of redemption, uh, the powerful words that a sponsor can have on the letters. Mm. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil keep going it because I'm, <laughs> yes, I'm going to give spoiler, but it's so beautiful. Okay. And, 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 and with Janelli's story, you will see my case that sponsoring a child is a discipleship tool mm. to make them followers of Christ. And, and, and even like Janelli to dream big. Mm. And, and, and that's the reason. That's the reason. Well, Jonathan, it's an honor to have you back on the happy hour. And I'm so grateful for the work that you're doing um, through Compassion International in your home country of the Dominican Republic. And we are honored to be able to help other people uh, become sponsors of so many children who are living in poverty, um, 
in the DR and to be a small part, to be able to partner with Compassion, that partners with local churches to really release people, children from poverty in the name of Jesus is an honor and a joy of ours. And so thanks for coming back on the happy hour. And I guess I'll see you next November, Jonathan, because this is just what we do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, I remain grateful, Jamie, with you for using your platform for compassion. Uh, and when I say for compassion, I don't refer to us as a ministry. I refer to the word in the Bible. It's plagnisomai in Greek, which means the pain that comes out of out of your gut, mm. <laughs> if I say it right. It's a pain that comes from inside mm. that make you do something about it. Mm. It's more than empathy. And I see that in you. And I've seen that on those listening and following Jamie I podcast. So thank you. And it is always a joy to be with you. Thank you, Jonathan. You guys, I got so excited talking to Jonathan again. I didn't even ask him what he's reading. So I'm sure he's reading something very important. But I want to come in here and let you know we have another interview coming up. So we're doing two interviews. Jonathan just mentioned that he wanted us to talk to Janelli, and he set up her story so beautifully. And actually, my coworker and friend and host of her own podcast called Chatology, my friend Angie, is going to interview Janelli. So you'll hear a different voice. Don't be caught off guard. She's going to interview her for us. You guys, I just want to say a personal note here of how much the Ivy family um, supports Compassion. And it's not just what we do here at Ivy Media, but we've been supporting Compassion for almost 15 years plus. And in fact, just this morning, before I was going to talk to Jonathan, I got a letter from our sponsor child, Brian, who lives in Kenya. And this is what it said. It says, Dear Aaron and Jamie, I love you, friend. My family send you greetings. My twin sister, Mercy, is fine, and all family members. They love you and appreciate your support. I am doing well in school in my community. We have culture. It is called Maasai. Thank you, and God bless you. And that was from Brian today. I just opened up my email, um, and I will write him back right here on my computer today so I don't forget about it. You guys, I would love for you to join us and be a sponsor through Compassion International. It's $38 a month which comes out to less than $500 a year. I know it sounds like a lot, but I really do want to ask that you'll just pray and consider how can you make a difference um, around the world? And Jonathan is right. Like Compassion really does want to release kids from poverty in the name of Jesus. And they have a holistic care. Uh, we have sponsored kids in lots of different countries. Uh, because of my job, I've had the amazing privilege to visit a lot of our sponsored children. So I've been to Kenya to visit Brian. I have visited Mia in Mexico City. I have visited Wansley in Haiti. My husband once visited our sponsored child in Peru named Kiara. And so we really are passionate about what we can do to really come alongside and partner with Compassion International. If you would like to think about it, go to Compassion.com slash Ivy. That's my last name, I-V-E-Y, Compassion.com slash Ivy. We have sponsored the happy hour in the last two years, 483 kids. You guys, that is a reason to celebrate. And we would like to see that number continue to go higher and higher and higher because we believe in the program. And Jonathan has already told us the great need that is happening in the DR right now. So I would love it if you would consider it. For everyone that sponsors through that special link, compassion.com slash Ivy, we are going to send you a gift just to thank you. And it's going to be a wallet from Able. And then we are going to give God made you to be you to your sponsored child. Like Jonathan mentioned, uh, they love for the kids to learn English. And so I know my book is in English, but they will be learning English as well. And so we want them to have a copy of that book. So I would love to invite all of you who have room for more to consider sponsoring another child because so many of you listening have already sponsored. We would love it if you would think about that. Go to Compassion.com slash IV. You can see all of the kids that are in the Compassion program in the DR. Some of them will tell you how long they've been waiting. Find one that has the same birthday as you or the same birthday as one of your kids. Um, your life and their life will never be the same. All right, y'all. Here is Angie's conversation with Janelli. Hey, everybody. I'm Angie Elkins. I am so happy to be doing this interview today with Janelli Suero. How's that? Did I say it right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Perfect. Um, I'm so, so excited to talk to you today. Tell our listeners where you're joining us from. I'm from uh, San Juan, Dominican Republic. Okay, awesome. And you are here to share your story a little bit today about how compassion 
the Ministry of Compassion has changed your life. And I can't wait to hear it. I've read your story a little bit already, but I'm excited for you to share it with our audience. So can you tell me a little bit about what you do now? Um, now I am a, a doctor and I am a pediatrician and I'm working in a hospital, in a poor hospital in San Juan. You tell us where you grew up. Tell me a little bit about your story and how you grew up. Yeah. Um, I was born in San Juan. San Juan is a city in the Dominican Republic, um, a poor city, um, I am the youngest of five children from a single mom. My mom, my my dad, uh, didn't want my mom to have me, and he never supplied for us. Um, most of the time, my mom didn't have money for food, for medicine, for clothes. For that reason, she had to work hard, hard long hours cleaning houses to get money for that. And imagine yeah. this situation. One single mom with five children and without uh, uh, a parents that don't supply uh, was, was a difficult situation. Mm. Yeah, I can imagine. And it's amazing to see you now and to see that you are a doctor back yeah. there helping um, families and children in that community yeah that you grew up in a place and that you and and there were days that you didn't have food you yeah, know yeah. it's just amazing to see what God has done in your life and how you've grown so much um yeah. tell me a little bit about compassion do you remember the first time you heard about compassion oh yeah my mom uh, is a Christian, and in the church, they have a project, Compassion Project. And when I got into the Compassion Project, uh, our life changed. Mm. Because in the Compassion, in, in the compassion Project, uh, I have breakfast and dinner. So my mom didn't wow. have to worry about that anymore. And mm. I don't only receive food and in, in compassion in the compassion project, I receive education, mm. medicine when I and when I had when see and and I received the most important was the the love of God mm. as a father. And I remember when I in the Compassion Project, my sponsor, Dorothy, Dorothy Smith, mm -hmm. she always uh, sent me a letter, speech, and she always sent me, I pray for you, I love you, God love mm -hmm. you. And one thing that I remember that impacted my life was one day I was really, um, Reading her letters, mm -hmm. and I, she wrote, I am praying for you that you go to, to be a great doctor. Huh. This word impacted me because I, she was praying for my dream. She mm -hmm. was praying for me, and she allowing me all the time the love of God. And mm. that that was the most important during, during my time in the Compassion Project. Mm. And thanks Compassion and thanks God today. I am Christian and I am doctor and I am pediatrician. Tell me about when did you decide you wanted to be a doctor? Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny because when I was a child, uh, in my neighborhood, I say very shy uh, mm. with big bellies. And I was wondering and asking my mom, what happens? And she said, that was because of parasites. And this mm. time, 
I decided I want to be a doctor and help those kids. And my mom said, now, wow, you dream, you come to dream, and now you are a doctor and you are a pediatrician. That, that was amazing. <laughs> That was that. That really is amazing. Have you ever been able to meet Dorothy in person? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me about that. What was that like for you? Was the whoa, I am amazing experience because (laughs) the I said only shy sponsor dream dream. We meet uh, her sponsor and. I remember uh, when my history was in a uh, compassion experience. Mm-hmm. Um, they called me and say, uh, we want to meet uh, Dorothy. And say, what? <laughs> uh, my husband and, and I traveled to North Dakota and was, oh my goodness, was um, a very, very, amazing experience for me for my 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 husband if there's someone listening who wants to become a compassion sponsor what would you say to encourage them a sponsor a shy uh, with compassion is uh, you can the opportunity to change the life of a girl or a boy uh their family you can change the education you can change the future uh, this is the opportunity to change the life not only one person mm-hmm. you can change the complete family and and can you you can come through the the dream some some girl or some boy that's awesome yeah. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you jumping on with me. I know your internet connection has not been awesome, but thank you for sharing with us um, your story. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, thank you for the invitation. Uh, I hope uh, you can change the life. Some sunshine. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, y'all. What a beautiful episode. It is really one of our favorite things to do around here at the office is to have these conversations with people around Compassion International. This is a third year in a row that Jonathan's been here. Like I said, if you have not heard his other episodes, they are really worth listening to. His story in episode 341 is really, really powerful. Just like Janelle's story was so powerful. I cannot believe her story. You guys, if you're interested in sponsoring a child, go to compassion.com slash Ivy. Even if you already sponsor a child, I'd really love to ask if you think about making room for one more child to sponsor, one more photo on your fridge, one more letter to write each month. Go to compassion.com slash Ivy. And as a thank you gift, we're going to send you a wallet from Able, and your sponsored child is going to get a copy of my kid's book, God Made You to Be You. Chatology is a production of Ivy Media Podcast, produced and edited by Lainey Thomas, music by the maestro himself, Robert Elkins, and I'm your host, Angie Elkins, and I'm so glad you joined me today. Remember, share this episode with your friends and family and start a conversation that matters.